And we are back with another edition of the Brother and Sister Rewatch Podcast. I am Kevin, here alongside my sister Mary. What's up, guys? And this week we are covering The Office Season 8, Episodes 5 and 6, Spooked and Doomsday. Yes, sir. They are subpar. (laughs) We'll get into it. Yeah. Before we jump into this week's episodes, however, Bear, why don't you let everybody know what we talked about on last week's show as you rifle through your notes furiously (laughs) because you were not prepared. No, absolutely. I am prepared. Well, last week we went over episode three, Lotto, where we found out the whole warehouse except for Daryl won the lottery like a, almost over a hundred grand a piece and he's the one to kill himself <laughs> yeah literally like he's just like fire me andy i don't want to be here anymore put me out of my misery <laughs> yeah like literally that's a quote yeah um so him and andy are trying to hire people for the e warehouse and it goes awful andy has no idea what he's doing he asks for if anybody has a master's in warehouse um Sciences. Sciences. If Oscar knows any hot guys. (laughs) And meanwhile, because a big order has to go out, Kevin, Aaron, Jim, and Dwight go down to the warehouse because they think that they can do it better anyway. Fun segment. They lose, or they, yeah, they lose the forklift because Dwight runs it into the wall. (laughs) They don't see the pallet jack, and they end up lubing the floor with oil and skating and ruining paper boxes. I was going to say destroying it anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, and that's basically... Oh, and then Andy's just like, Listen, Daryl, you didn't get my job because you didn't try hard enough. Yeah, it enough. turns out Daryl's really bitchy about not getting the gig. Yeah, he's like, Give me your job, Andy. <laughs> nice. I love your Daryl impression. <laughs> so good. It's so, like, not Scranton. That's why. No, no. Well, if it was Scranton, he'd be like, Hey, let me tell you a couple two tree things right now. <laughs> We're going to go down there to the beer garden down Ain't at the corner. Ain't or no. Ain't or no. I'm going to take it to G. No. G. Jew. No. <laughs> So anyway, um, that's where we left off. Um, no, we have one more episode that we did. Well, no, no, oh, no, I know. Okay. But then we went to Garden Party, which was oh god, awesome rave reviews from this team here. Um, so basically, Andy is throwing a garden party to impress Robert California. Jim, of course, fucks with Dwight. It's by, at, yeah, it's at Shrewd Farms. Yeah, by selling a fake How to Throw a Garden Party book on eBay by mm-hmm. James Tricker, Trickington or whatever. <laughs> um, and hilarity ensues. There's so many little details that I'd love to rehash, but if you haven't listened to it, just go back and listen there's to the only, last episode. There's only one sentence that oh, needs please, to be go said. Ahead. Bye, Tuna! Bye, Pam! <laughs> That's all you Josh need to know. Josh Groban that, killed it. That's all you need. We Yeah, we met Walt Jr., yep. Andy's brother, his parents. Uh, Reverend are, Camden. Yeah, are <laughs> unimpressed with his being a regional manager. In Scranton. And everybody kind of gives Andy a break. Oh, and Pam and Angela both find out that they're both naming their child Philip. Yeah, and um, bitchiness ensues. Yes, yes. Basic, pregnant bitchiness ensues. <laughs> and that's what you missed on Glee. So that brings us to Season 8, Episode 5, Spooked. Yes. So take it away, Bear. All right, guys. So our cold open, Andy is pre-screening all of the Halloween costumes of The Office so nobody offends or does anything poor. In poor taste, I should say. Mm. Angela is a cat, which I believe is a throwback to season one. She even says it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Stanley is a chef, which Andy believes is chef from South Park. <laughs> I think Isaac Hayes was dead by this right? time, too. It was um, an homage. Kevin is a gorilla, saying he's from the Planet of the Apes, the first one, who gives himself up to whatever. Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Which yeah. I thought that came out, like, 
He said that it came out ages ago. I was like, wait. It, it might have been like a year before. Yeah, I was going to say, it wasn't that long. Because I remember the Tim Burton Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Garbage. Oh my God, as a guy who loves Tim Burton, fucking garbage movies. Yeah. Do you remember those? Yeah, it wasn't good. But I mean, even, you have to think about it this way though. If a big blockbuster like that came out and you didn't see it within the first six months. I guess so. Did you really want to yeah, see it? Yeah, that's when the spoiler alerts end. Yeah, You don't exactly. get that anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, and then Phyllis wants to be a Playboy bunny <laughs> with lunch. It's just yeah, lingerie like and bunny ears. And he's like, somebody already called it. Sorry. <laughs> he tells her, Kevin has a gorilla suit yeah. you can use. <laughs> um, and then Kelly and Meredith are both arguing over who should get to be Kate Middleton. I guess this was the year of the royal yes. wedding. And, the and Kelly, but Kelly God. has this like ornate, like detailed gown. It's that like looks a replica. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And then Meredith has a white t-shirt duct taped to a white skirt. <laughs> it's so great. It's so trashy. <laughs> and, and she's like, why can't there just be two Kate Middletons? And he's like, sh- and Kelly goes off about how she stayed up all night and watched it, came in the next day and made everybody else watch it. And Meredith's like, I was there. <laughs> and she, sh- all you hear is her voice on a video that's going, you're the people's princess. Diana was nothing. And then you just hear boos from everybody. <laughs> I love that. There. Fuck Diana. <laughs> the greatest r.i.p um and then basically andy's like wait weren't you at your sister's funeral that weekend she goes no i said my sister's funeral was that weekend <laughs> i never said i was going boss move right there. yo fucking meredith and that's our cold open yep. Yep. pretty decent i liked it i, liked I enjoyed it. it so now it's halloween Woo! Woo! and uh Woo! yes i'm sorry <laughs> Our grandmother, our grandmother has this decoration at her house each and every Halloween. It's, this it's thing. a sensor, but yeah, it's just like a, it, a, a pumpkin with like streamers. It looks like out. a jellyfish. Yeah, and you walk by it, and it just goes. Woo! It's so loud. It is. It's like the yodeling in Mars Attacks. <laughs> it's really fucking loud. All right. Um. So Andy is a construction worker, and he looks like Bob. Al Boylan. I was like, oh uh, yeah, Al Boylan with yeah. a hard hat on. That or Bob the Belt. I, yeah, Al Borland fits, yeah. definitely. Great beard. Just no beard yeah. on Andy, because he sucks. Um, so anyway, <laughs> Andy is Wendy's. Wendy from the Wendy's Aaron. restaurant. Yeah, Aaron is Wendy. What did yeah. I say? I thought you said Andy, but you didn't. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Daryl, okay. So guys, do you know, I'm just, do you have, you have okay, to know I'm this. disclaiming. Yeah. I do not follow basketball. It's the Miami Heat. Yes. Okay. Well, it says Heat on the jersey. Okay, but that I had the right town. Okay. <laughs> City. So, Daryl is who? James? LeBron James. Oh, okay. Fuck LeBron. I do know him. I know that name. Kevin is... Dwayne Wade. Okay, I thought his name was Dwayne Wade, yeah. but I wasn't sure. Yeah. And then I only know okay. Jim's because Jim says the whole name, and he's Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh was the ugly stepsister of the Miami Heat trio. <laughs> he was like the guy, they're like, he's a big name and an all-star. We'll bring him up. <laughs> he wasn't D-Wade. He wasn't LeBron. But he was, like, a big enough star to make it a threesome. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah, because Daryl's like, we're the kings. Yeah, and well, I'm like, wait, what? This I'm is, so confused. I think this is the year they actually, is the first year together. And uh, they made the finals and lost to the Dallas Mavericks. Ooh. Which is probably the most cathartic loss in the history of sports. <laughs> like, everybody across the nation was just like, oh, yeah, fuck the heat. Everybody's yeah. doing suck it signs to Miami. Like, <laughs> But, yeah, they're the, the Miami three. Oh, okay. The threet, if you will. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. That makes more sense now with context clues. <laughs> um, Kelly is a skeleton. Angela is a cat. And we see Dwight walk in. And he... I thought it was Battlefield Earth at first. <laughs> Did you ever see that movie mm-hmm. with John Travolta? Okay, it's all no. right. Never mind. Just... All right, yeah, that's way too much of a tangent. Yeah. 
Um, so Dwight walks in and he has like these braids in his hair, long braids. They weren't dreadlocks. They were like a predator. Not Um, a predator. The predator. The predator. Um, and he's got a green face and he's got this purple armor and then breasts. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and he says, because everybody's like, what are you? Some Jamaican woman? Jamaican zombie woman. And he goes, what? I'm Kerrigan. Uh, apparently he's the Queen of Blades from StarCraft. TV show or game? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Yo, we're, we're not, not those, those kinds of nerds. Yeah, well, this on. should be our, our show name from now on. <laughs> we're not those kind of yeah, nerds. I like that. <laughs> so anyway, we have a talking head of Toby. Because Dwight's like, oh, everybody would know what I am if I was able to keep my blades. <laughs> so Toby says, every Halloween, Dwight tries to bring in weapons. And we just see a montage, which might be my favorite part of this entire mm-hmm. episode. And it's a montage of Toby taking Dwight's weapons. Dwight is dressed as Freddy Krueger, and um, Toby. Well, Toby's taking off his gloves dressed as a hippie. Dwight is pinhead, and he's taking the pins (laughs) off of his face. Then he's Dwight's fucking jigsaw on a uh, on a tricycle, waving a chainsaw, (laughs) and Toby's chasing after him trying to take the chainsaw. (laughs) And then this today he's walking in, and Toby walks up behind him and takes. Dwight's wings with blades. Yeah, he has on like him. this, like cr- this structure. <laughs> it looks around like PVC pipe with knives. Yeah, there's to just it. knives all over, and he has like this back rack. <laughs> oh my god, it's insane. So now Andy walks out into the office, and he's being kind of like super judgmental of everybody. Oh, and he's just yeah. like, "Oh, this is the best we can do, huh? Mm-hmm. This is everyone doing their best." That's. It reminded me of our sister when we were younger. Whenever mom would serve dinner, <laughs> oh, this is the best we're doing tonight, mom. This is it. <laughs> So this is what you call your best, huh? Yeah. Oh, this is meatloaf? It's putting your best foot yeah. forward, huh? Oof. Feed that family, right? <laughs> so anyway, we see Creed, and he's dressed as a Middle Eastern man. No, he's dressed as Osama Bin Laden. Okay. He's got a turban and a very long beard on. But um, So anyway, Robert California comes in. And, oh yeah, I should have prefaced it. Andy walked out like that because Robert California texted him and said... Um, excited to come to the party, expectations high. Yeah, and Andy, as we know, is a lapdog and yes, wants to be a good yes boy. Man. Yeah, yeah. So he walks into the party. Um, or I'm sorry, he's coming to the party. Blah blah blah. Pam um, is dressed as a kangaroo, and Andy asks her to fax something, and Aaron gets upset, thinking like, "Oh, what is pa- like? Why am I not doing a good enough job? Yeah. Is that why he asked Pam?" Um, and we, then we find out that Aaron's in charge of the party. Yeah. What? Yeah. I don't, that was Whatever weird delegation. Whatever happened being the office admin. Yeah. The, um. Weird delegation practice. Yeah. Odd choice. So then we see Oscar, Phyllis, and Stanley. They're in the kitchen and Oscar's dressed as former representative Wiener. Anthony which, Weiner, a.k.a. Which, Carlos Danger. Yeah, which we all know that scandal. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Good he shit. He likes to take pictures of his Weiner and, and he went back, And then he went back and did more I when know. he was running for mayor of New... My favorite clip of all time, this is the greatest video, he was running for mayor of New York City and he was at, like, I want to say it was, like, the Puerto Rican Day Parade and he's wearing this white shirt and there's red pants and he has a bullhorn and he's like yelling obscenities. Oh my God. He's like, yeah, fuck yeah. Like, <laughs> it was the craziest fucking we'll thing have I ever saw. to share that to Twitter. I'm like, everybody's seen this guy's penis. <laughs> it was like when Brett Favre sent it to that sideline reporter. Oh and he's my like, God. I'll I'd me-. like to keep. No, no, that's no, Joe Namath. No, that's Joe Namath. When he's just like, hey there, I'd like to meet you at the hotel. <laughs> it's 
fucking throbbing hard on. All right. <laughs> so anyway, Oscar, Stanley, and Phyllis are talking about the Scranton Ghost Tour that Bob yeah. and Phyllis are going to go on, which actually does exist. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. No, At least it did. I, did I don't not. know if it still does. I know they do certain cemeteries around here. Yeah. They dress up in period costumes yep. and stuff like that. They used to do it um, <clears throat> around downtown Scranton, but we'll come to that, why I'm not sure if they do anymore. All right. So, of course, Pam walks over and she's like, oh, if you go to the Banshee pub... Tell the man in black I said hi. And then there's like pregnant pause because nobody, nobody wants to yeah, ask. Pam but then Oscar, because she's like all like excited, like ask me. Ask well, me. I love how he's like he like begrudgingly like, what happened, Pam? <laughs> and she's like, okay. So when I was 22, I didn't believe that it was haunted, but one day before opening. Um, I saw an old man dressed in all black in the mirror of the bar, and when I told the cook, and of course Phyllis yeah. is like, wait, they have food there? <laughs> She's like, I told the cook about it, and he said, that's what they all see. So now I love that Jim walked in at the very beginning of this, and you just see, like, they, they're pointing at Pam, but you see Jim in the background like, what the fuck? Yeah. And he's like, no, my wife does not believe in ghosts. <laughs> he's offended by this. He is. Yeah. But now the Banshee Pub is no longer. Yeah. It's some Italian restaurant and bar now. Okay. But it used to be that they would go to the Banshee because there was that rumor that... Oh, that's there, a real thing. Like, oh, yeah, the man in black is oh, a real thing. I didn't know that. Like, that there's an old dude that sits at the bar. I believe it, actually. Well, I mean... All right. Total disclosure, guys. Me and Mary are fans of the paranormal. <laughs> Zach Baggins, I love you. <laughs> Aaron but, Goodwin, I love you. But, yeah, but uh, we I think we've had some... What? Fuck no, you. No, no, fuck you, Bill. Oh, fuck you. Billy Tolland's a bitch. <laughs> I'll go off on Billy Tolland. But, uh, yeah, we, we are believers in the paranormal, yeah. I'd say. I, I was a skeptic at one time. You a was. very hardcore skeptic. And <laughs> I didn't believe until I came face-to-face with a ghost. <laughs> But, um, quotation yeah. marks, yeah. not copyright infringing, no. but it, yeah, it happened though. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I'd say that we are believers in that now, oh, yeah. least, like, not like in the sense of like Casper or anything like that, no. but I think there's more to this world and this universe than the typical human understanding, if yes. that makes sense. Do you believe oh, yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. So when like Pam was telling the story, I was like, oh my God, I have a ghost story. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I could tell ghost stories all day. So now Jim approaches Pam in the break room and is asking like, oh yeah, what was that whole thing about? And she's like, I saw a ghost. He's, he's very like, dicky. He is. He's like, Haha, no, really. And she's like, I saw a ghost, Jim. That's what I saw. Mm-hmm. It's what it is. So now we're back in the main office and this zombie child <laughs> walks in. And then Robert California, dressed in all black with sunglasses on, inside. Technical. Uh, yeah, walks in. And that's why Andy's like, oh, we got a Jack attack. Or he, whatever he, he does said. the voice. Hey, Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Like he, well, it's a horrible Jack Nicholson yes. impression. But I but. don't, but I almost feel like Robert California isn't dressed No, up he's like dressed Jack as Nicholson. himself. Yeah. Totally, Like, yeah. that's absolutely him. Yeah. So, we under, or we find out that this is... Robert California's son, Bert, which I love that he named his Bert kid California. Bert. Yeah. Um, and Robert California points out that there's a pin the ward on the witch. How did you know my child would be coming with me? And Aaron's like, oh, no, that's for us. But he's more than welcome to plant. And then she, like, yells, like, 
Bert, yeah. if you want to play. Yeah, it's like he's deaf. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, and the kid also wants to track a hurricane, so he wanted a computer. So Robert gave him. So Robert just gave him Jim's desk, and Jim's like, all right, then. My favorite part of this is when Robert looks at Andy in his outfit and oh, goes, Oh, yes. Oh, do you have the quote? <laughs> and on this day of fantasy, you chose to be a laborer. <laughs> a laborer. <laughs> so awesome. So, um, let's see. Where oh, yeah, but I? because Robert said that, Andy's like, oh, no, we're going to yeah, have an adult party. Still like, being set up. And Aaron's like, uh, 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 does not compute, does not compute. <laughs> yeah. She, like, malfunctions. Mm-hmm. So now Robert California goes to the annex, and <clears throat> Kelly, Toby, and Gabe are all dressed like skeletons yes. that glow in the dark. And uh, they... <laughs> And Robert's like, oh, did you guys plan this? And Kelly explains, well, me and Toby did. And Gabe goes, and I overheard it and thought, huh, that sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah. And so Gabe just went out and <laughs> did, did it, it anyway. on his own yeah. without uh, being invited. So now uh, they do a dance that's like dim bones, dim bones, dim dry, dry bones. bones. Now we're the skeleton crew. Yeah, and they, t- seeing Toby like whimsical and yeah. like dancing it's kind of weird it's very strange <laughs> it's such an odd dude very strange so i see you have so, a picture up. yes i do have a picture and so guys uh you know that i've been a huge fan forever um i've i followed like seven different office meme pages <laughs> on facebook but i never like i've heard about it but i've never really looked for it but i took a picture of the three of them and I'm really confused. So I've seen like things like, oh, did you ever notice that Gabe's skeleton costume has two hips, <laughs> like two hip bones and two like the bottom of a rib cage? And they always said like, oh, he was so tall that he needed to sew two t-shirts together. But Kelly's costume has the same separated thing. bottom of ribs. And Toby's also has a bottom of a rib cage and extra hip bones. And so I'm like, did they just make extra costumes for Gabe and then give Kelly and Toby the leftover ones? <laughs> the leftovers. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Why? Kelly's so short, she doesn't need an elongated ribcage, damn it. It's very bizarre seeing him and her next to each other. Oh my god. It, it's like, just bizarre. It's so weird. It's, it's like seeing um, like Andre the Giant next to like <laughs> Robin Wright. It's was- just... But I was like Arnold. I don't know what I was like. Yeah. I used to do a good answer. I'm gonna die. Would you like a peanut? Oh my god. <laughs> so anyway, um, let's see. Where was I? Oh yes. And Robert California seems very amused, and he asks them all how they're doing, and they're all like, "Oh, good, fine." And he asks Kelly if she's really feeling fulfilled in her life, <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, sh- sure." And he's like, is there something you want that can't you can't have? And she says, I try not to think about it. <laughs> and he's like, what's your greatest fear? Like, go ahead and write to That's the a great question. heart of the matter. And she's like, never getting married. <laughs> and Robert says, dying alone is very scary. How are you, Toby? <laughs> and Toby immediately, like, picks up on what he's doing. He's like, so great. <laughs> so great. So great. <laughs> but also, is he responding that way because he is divorced and is <laughs> yeah. afraid of never I'm being... going to die alone. Yeah, Sasha seriously. won't even come. <laughs> oh, God. So now, Angela and Phyllis are... They go into the conference room, and they start taking down all of Aaron's 
um, decorations. Mm-hmm. And Aaron's like, oh, what are you guys doing? I put that up there for blah, 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 blah. Like, she just starts word vomiting. <laughs> and they're like, oh, really? Because Andy sent us in here. And, of course, Angela's back in that head of the oh, party yeah. planning committee, bitch. And she's like, so can we speak freely? Because I hate all of this. Like, <laughs> she just goes in on Aaron. And um, so, oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, Robert's kid is still at Jim's computer tracking a hurricane. And he's, like, kind of bugging Dwight. Like, mm-hmm. what are you supposed to be? And, um, like, Dwight's just like, Kerrigan from Star... Or the no, kid he goes, says... He's, yeah, yeah, the kid goes, if you had wings with blades on them, you'd look like Kerrigan. And he goes, oh, that's what I am. Damn you, Toby. <laughs> After he tells the kid that he's gonna, that he's a Jamaican zombie yeah. woman. <laughs> and the kid's just like, if you're gonna be a Zerg, why would you be a woman? And then they go back and forth. He's like, you have boobs. And he's like, but no nipples. Yeah, that whole conversation it, it, it blew my weird. mind. Yeah. It got so weird. But um, at least the kid knew what he was. So yeah. Dwight's just like, all right. He's vindicated. Yeah. So now Aaron goes into Andy and she asks him why he sent Angela and Phyllis in. And he's like, I don't want it to be too kiddish, you know, with Robert. He has high expectations. and But he's not that forthright, so mm. I shouldn't have said that even. <laughs> but Aaron is asking, like, is it something about me or is it just the party? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, we'll talk at the end of the day. So immediately, if your boss tells you you're going to have to talk at the end of the day... Chop. Anxiety starts to pile up. All Mm -hmm. right, let's be honest. It's like when your significant other is like, we need to talk. It's (laughs) like, fuck this. Greatest sentence known to man. So you always go back with a, yeah, we do. So you give them anxiety too. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I've never done that. Poor Scotty had that (laughs) I've never done that. So now um, Erin, who is now afraid that she's going to lose her fucking job if this party's not great... Approaches Gabe, who says, like, hello, my dear, or my sweet, or something like that. Erin, my sweet. Yeah. Um, And she asked him for help with the party, because he once took her to a Halloween party that made her cry the entire time. (laughs) She just sobbed the whole time. And um, he's like, oh, oh, I know. It'll be so sexy, you'll never, like, it's just weird. She's like, not sexy, just a little taste of scary. Just a little bit. he does this laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like, yeah, like, like the Count, but creepy. Well, like if, like if Count Chocula was a stick bug. <laughs> you know? My God. So now um, Jim is still busting Pam about believing in ghosts. And so he's at Andy's old desk. So he calls her extension. And she's like, you know what? I'll draw him for you. I'll draw. No, I really loved this exchange because yeah. he's just like, oh, okay. Yeah, draw, draw him for me. She lifts up her notebook and it's just a hand... With the middle finger up. Yep. And his face, his reaction was like, whoa. <laughs> he didn't expect that. No. She it's brought the heat. Fucking fantastic. Wow. wow, that was weird. A rare in the wild. A funny <laughs> Pam moment. A funny Pam moment. Wow. Stop. <laughs> She's the Bart Simpson of Scranton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so now uh, Dwight and Bert are still going back and forth with, like, who's more hardcore? Like, yeah. living on the edge? Like, the kid's like, huh, cold air coming in from Greenland. Warm air coming in from this. This kid's perfect. a little meteorologist. Yeah, this like, is like our brother. He's like, it's the perfect storm. And he's like, and Dwight goes, a perfectly mediocre storm. <laughs> and so, like, of course, they just have to try to one-up Talking about other. hurricanes and tornadoes yeah. and, and he's like, jumping. oh, yeah? Well, oh, you're going to tell me the scariest animal alive is a shark, right? And he goes, try a box jellyfish. And, like, Dwight's Dwight like, gets yeah. respect. He's, he's like, like oh, all this right. This kid knows his shit. Yeah, he knows what's going on. He knows yeah. what's up. So now Robert... Walks um, in, 
on the group. Okay, sorry. There's a group he, talking. Yeah, yeah, he walks in on the group talking about ghosts. And Jim's explaining to him about the ghosts and how his wife believes in them. And then Meredith said that she did. But Kevin says he doesn't believe in, like, made-up things. He only believes in real things. So he does not believe in ghosts or mummies. <laughs> and, and he gets his and mind And they're like, on. you mean mummies, like, in museums all over the world? And he's like, yeah, good one. Good prank. <laughs> good prank, Oscar. <laughs> it's hilarious. And then Robert's like, no, like, they're literally all over the world. Preserved for thousands of years. Yeah, in museums. And Kevin's upset. He's like, why would museums do that? He's almost he, crying. He is. He's, like, terrified. <laughs> so awesome. So now it's party time. And Aaron says that it's, like, grown-up party now, so yeah. it's okay. Um, Bert still won't give Jim his computer back to do any work, mm -hmm. and um, he said that he's about to start playing StarCraft with Dwight, so I guess it is a game. Yes. I don't know if it's a show and a is game. Is that like, what is it, World of Witchcraft? World, World of, of Warcraft. Warcraft. World of Warcraft. I almost said like witches different. and warlocks. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. I saw, well, I, <laughs> Again, we're not those kinds of I, I really am not. I saw a band one time, though, where their entire set was Dungeons and Dragons themed. Oh my god. So between bands, it was a metal band. It was, it was, they were. I wouldn't doubt well, it. Well, they, they opened for Guar. <laughs> But between songs, the, it was this quest, and the guy would do this high-pitched voice. He goes, and now we enter the dungeon, and we battle a frost giant. And they oh go, dun, 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 dun. and then the, ne the next one, they're like, and a, an army of furious battle dwarfs. Oh like, my shit God. Like it was awesome. No, that sounds... But I'm not that kind of nerd. Sounds yeah. <laughs> but I digress. So anyway... um. So Angela makes another pregnancy-sized joke to Pam, revealing that this is, in fact, her old costume that she wore pre-pregnancy. I almost wish she said, in season one. Yeah. Pam, look, Pam looks like dump. Well, <laughs> like, Pam's like, she's a kangaroo. No, I know she's supposed to, but, like, the thing is so glowy. It looks I, like she's wearing a sofa. I feel so bad for Pam. <laughs> and after watching this, I realize now why our brother said to me the other day that I should uh, be a kangaroo for Halloween. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> anyway. You get it now. <laughs> now I understand. Now I'm like, oh, that really obscure office reference that you <laughs> always have. So anyway, um, everybody's complimenting Erin on the party. And um, she's like, oh, Andy, does that mean we don't have to have our talk? And he's like, no, we still do. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I don't know why I went into the, like, Pam's vaudeville. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Va Pam's vaudeville <laughs> voice. Yee. <laughs> Yee. So Aaron uh, then announces that they have a video. Well, this is also where Oscar, right before the video goes in, where he describes oh, his costume. Go ahead. Because he's Oscar. He has a name tag, like politician, so he goes, liar. And then he has a cell phone taped to his crotch. He goes, wiener. Oscar liar wiener. My God. <laughs> so awesome. But Ryan is like, oh, man. Yeah, no. Really, Oscar? <laughs> <laughs> so Aaron starts this video because she's like, oh, it's spooky. And... Gabe obviously gave it to her, and the title is Do Yes Disturb, Meditations of Horror. Yes. Okay, so, guys, this is going to be a long run-on sentence. Go for it. Work with me here. So we just see, like, screen like screen captures of fruit decaying, yeah. um, a rat walking on the picture of a woman who's screaming, um, somebody brushing their teeth with what appear to be coffee grounds. Yeah, somebody looks... They must have been British. Yeah, and every... <laughs> they oh, you didn't that. <laughs> No. Um, but everybody's, like, already, like, disgusted and, like, they look uncomfortable. Yeah, it's like, fruit is decomposing. Yeah, and then we see Gabe in a talking head, and he's like, 
the cinema of the unsettling. It's one of the most um, most up and coming film drama uh, yeah, film, film genres. Genres and the most well known film is an hour long shot of a squirrel with diarrhea. <laughs> I just can't imagine a squirrel staying put that long. <laughs> right? My God! So then we go back to the video. And somebody cuts a cake and blood spurts out. There's a Barbie doll melting in a microwave. Um, a woman eating. And Oscar's like, is that my grandmother? <laughs> That's this old woman. Yeah, and then Stanley getting into his car. The and camera, somebody yeah. filming from the, back, the seat. back seat. Like, laying down on the back seat. And Stanley's like, what the fuck? How did somebody <laughs> get in my car? Everybody's now upset. And they're like, there's not even a narrative. And then Cave goes... Maybe the filmmaker realized that even a narrative is comforting. <laughs> and he, like, looks at the camera and, like, winks at them. <laughs> and then um, Andy has her shut it off. And everybody's upset about it. And they're yeah. like, why would you show us that? And then Aaron's like, I thought this would be... Or Aaron said that Andy wanted an adult party. But now I know what needs to happen. And she goes, this is Pecker Poker. The game of cards that gets you hard. And she's like, <laughs> she can't even say it. She no. gangs on the word hard. She can't. Oh, what? <laughs> but yeah, but, but she, she has these cards and they're all. Like, like they're all blurred out. Yeah. And it, it's obviously like cocks and. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pecker poker. The game of cards <laughs> that gets you hard. <laughs> so now Andy, Robert California, and Aaron are in Andy's office and he's like, Aaron. This is obviously some miscommunication. <laughs> and um, and Robert's like, why didn't you just ask? You two obviously are close. Mm -hmm. And that's when he goes, oh, oh, I see. This is, not my, this is not my business. This doesn't involve me. And instead of leaving, he just sits down on yeah, a chair. As an observer. Yes, he just sits to observe. Um, so Aaron was, said that she was nervous because Andy said he wanted to talk to her at the end of the day. And that she thought she was going to get fired. Where... Andy's like, oh, Robert, if this is going to get awkward, you might want to go. And, he, and Robert's like, no, I'm fine. I'm never uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Which is such a badass Because he was the only one. He, he would, like, look surprised that they shut the video off. He's like, oh, that was fun. Yeah, right? <laughs> so now Andy explains that he has been dating somebody and that it's getting serious. And she's like, oh, she's never called the office. He goes, yeah, that's on purpose. But now it's getting weird. And she's like, oh, how many dates? Three? And he's like, no. Two? No. 31. 31 dates. I wouldn't have kept track after like 10. No. I don't, I don't You're know. in a relationship at that point. I, I, well, I feel like 31 dates yeah. if you don't know by then. Jesus. <laughs> so now Aaron feels awkward and she just like leaves, essentially. Yeah. So now Daryl, again, con well, he's part of Jim's little clan. And they confront Pam. He's like, you're a logical, rational woman. You still believe in ghosts? And so she sells Jim out. For what I think is the most ridiculous bullshit that guys can can say, like, oh, this is fine, but women can, women are the crazy ones. It's funny you're saying this as I sit here right now. Oh, I know. Yeah. I'm well aware of what you're wearing right now. Yeah. He's wearing his Broncos jersey. You want to tell them why, Kev? All right. So at the time of this recording, it is a Monday evening. It is the opening kickoff of the NFL season, uh, Monday Night Football. The Broncos kick off in a few hours. Mm -hmm. So I am wearing my uh, number 19 Eddie Royal jersey, mm -hmm. uh, which I 
whenever I wear it, the Broncos win. I yep. like to alternate different jerseys. Yeah. I have an Elway. I have a Clinton Portis. I have a lot of older guys. I have Jake Plummer. Yep. I have Tebow. I even have a Tebow jersey. So anyway, guys, Jim has given her shit about believing in ghosts, and he will not. And she goes, Jim won't even let me wash his jersey during the playoffs, and he's like trying to rationalize it, like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's not anything for me. That's just, you know, like a group of people simultaneously doing the same thing in hopes that the team hears about it and maybe want to play better. <laughs> Bullshit. It's a superstition. Oh, totally. It's, it's very, all it is. Very stitious. Oh my God. <laughs> but like, I just think it's ridiculous that women are the crazy ones, but men won't wash clothes during a certain I, I, sports season. I wash it when they lose. Oh my god! <laughs> this one, this you gotta wash well, the, the thing is, loss off. The thing is, you wear it for like two hours, three hours every few weeks or something like that. So it's not like I sweat in it or I run laps or anything. I've seen people at football games when they're super passionate, they're sweating. It's well, gross. I, I don't go to Denver. Ever. I don't yeah. fly out to Denver every two weeks to watch saying. the Broncos. So anyway, um, Dwight and Bert are still playing their game. Um, and Daryl tries to get Dwight's attention, and Dwight's happening. like, fuck off. Yeah. So now Phyllis and Aaron are talking about Andy's girlfriend, and we see Creed trying to get, a, like, a brownie or something yeah. off the table, and there's a fake snake, and he's, like, afraid to go for the food, and Robert notices, and he goes, oh, fear of snakes there, Creed? And Creed's response... You don't live as long as I have without a healthy fear of snakes, Bobby. <laughs> Which I love that he's the only one who yeah. calls him Bobby. Bobby. So then we see Robert, again, filming in the bathroom. The camera crew's filming in the bathroom, again, um, with Daryl. And Daryl just goes, yeah, I guess being buried alive is my greatest fear. And then we see him with Meredith, who says that Jim gives her the creeps. <laughs> Which is random. Right? And then um, we see him in a talking head, and he just goes like, what am I up to? <laughs> like, what the fuck? So now, uh, let's see. Jim is still ragging on Pam for believing in ghosts. He's like, what if uh, Cece asks about blah, blah, blah? And she's like, I'm not going to scare her, Jim. And he goes, good. And she goes, I'm also not going to lie to her either. That's right. You tell her like, the truth. Yeah. There is a demon. There. there is a demon in your closet. Come, <laughs> hey, demons, yeah. it's me, your boy. Hey, Incubus, you want to kiss this? <laughs> Classic Baggins. So now, um, guys, Robert California goes to end out the party. He cuts a Shakespearean he really monologue, does. and it's beautiful. He really does. About a woman named Lydia, which only made me think of one thing for this Halloween episode. Beetlejuice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so guys, Robert tells a story and he, as he walks around the office, but in all honesty, it was way too long for me to write down. So um, I'm going to play you guys. The video. All right, play it up. Okay. <laughs> Is it cute? What? Here it comes. There was an empty house just up the hill from my family's. It was rumored a man committed suicide there after being possessed by the devil. One day, a young woman, Lydia, moved into the house with her infant child. That very night, Lydia was awakened by a loud, heinous hissing sound. She walked to the nursery, and there in Baby's crib was a snake wrapped around Baby's neck, squeezing tighter and tighter. Oh, my goodness. The crib was full of dirt. Baby struggled to free itself from underneath, reaching and clawing, gasping for air. Embalmed bodies rose from their sarcophagi 
lurching toward baby. For they were mummies. No. Amongst them was a man. Tall. Slim. Jim. Almost instinctively, she turned to her husband. Oh, wait, she thought. I don't have a husband. For Lydia and her husband had had an argument. One they couldn't get past. Each night they slept one inch farther apart until one night Lydia left. It was about this time she lost herself in imaginary worlds. She had quit the book club, the choir, citing something about their high expectations. Her lips slowly grew together from disuse. Every time she wanted to act and didn't, another part of her face hardened until it was stone. And that fevered night, she rushed to the nursery and threw open the door. Baby, are you okay? Baby sat up slowly, turned to mother, and said, I'm fine, bitch. I'm fine. Okay, guys. So, like, obviously, I would have never done that as much justice as Jane Spader did. <laughs> That's just amazing. That alone got this one star. Yo, I'm not gonna lie. I'm because fine, bitch. I'm fine. As he goes around and like is saying everybody's fear to them. Yes. And like you see them all gulping Kevin with the no, <laughs> and like Kelly with her bug eyes. Yeah. And Creed with the oh no. Oh, <laughs> Creed, God. Dear God. <laughs> Creed looks like he's gonna vomit. <laughs> Meredith calling out Jim and like it, it's just great. It really it was awesome, is. and it ties up what he says at the end, which is what his like final thing about fear. Oh I'm yeah. Assuming you have that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't get there, though. Oh, There's okay, my bad. Go ahead. But, um, no, I actually saw something on Facebook the one day, and they're like, just now realizing that Robert's story at the end of Spooked is about everybody's... And I'm like, dude, he literally set that up in the, the episode. The whole episode, and then when he's going around looking at them, saying what bothers them. Yeah, I them. was like, okay, somebody never actually watched the episode, <laughs> because... How the fuck did you not realize that yeah, after the then, first watch? Then he puts a bow on it at the end. Yeah. Like, everything makes... Yeah. Wow, that's a not-so-observational not person. Right? So now, Robert does do a talking head, and he talks about how fear plays a very interesting role in our lives, and how we try to shut it out forever, and then we have one day where we celebrate it. Is there any more for, to that quote? There, it was well, Basically, longer. he's talking about how it can control people's lives yeah. and they shouldn't let it. And as it's going, we see Jim and Pam made up mm -hmm. and Aaron and Andy, Andy hug, hug and make up. And there's one more. I forget. It's, it's not Kevin. I thought there was one more where somebody did something, but fuck it. I yeah, don't remember. Whatever. But, um, and then our closing scene, Bert goes up to Toby and he's like, and Toby's like, Hey, Bert, you want to see the dance? Yeah, and he does like the Charleston. Bones. He does. He's like, dim bones, dim don't bones. And he goes, pack up your things and go. You're fired. And we, then we see Dwight on the other side, like in Kelly's re uh, receptacle. <laughs> the cubicle. cubicle. And he's silently laughing. Yeah, he's just like, oh. And Toby's like, Gabe, he can't. And, he, and Bert's like, I'm the CEO's son. Walk or get out. You're done here. <laughs> the kid's so stone-faced. Right? Yeah. And he, and like now Dwight, dressed as that Kerrigan character, is over the uh, the cubicle and he's just like, great job! Like, thumbs upping the kid and the kid walks away stone-faced and then he sees Dwight and he starts laughing. And Toby doesn't know what to do. He's yeah. like, uh, uh, Am I fire? Yeah, am I done here? I'm, and, I'm a lucky turkey. Yeah. <laughs> 
Dwight always says, when I get these back, I'm going to kill you. I'm a lucky turkey. Everything's here for Thanksgiving. He's such a nerd. He is. I, I kind of love it, though. Yep. So, Kevin, what did you give this episode? Okay, so we talked about it. I had a lot more fun talking about it. Okay. But I watched it twice. I could only give it a 3.1. <sighs> I couldn't go higher because... I just, it's too bogged down with the Aaron Andy stuff. I agree. Like, the Jim Pam stuff is fine, and yeah. the stuff with people's fears, and the big speech at the end. I think that's all worth three stars, but for some reason, it like, I don't know. Aaron's, like, hard to root for. No, she's easy. Andy's, Andy's really? hard to root for, I think, yeah. I think Aaron's too... Uh, well, her character is, I always is, go yeah. back to, like, she just... It's almost like she just has no common sense. Some episodes she does. Do you? Do and you, then she... It's like Michael, but on, like, steroids. Well, I was just going to bring that up. Do you think that this one wasn't... It was the first Halloween without Michael. Mm-hmm. Do you think, like... Because he was always, like, the focal point in one way yeah. or another. Do you think, like, they didn't know how to do it a certain way? Because, like, it goes against all the logic that the show has established with, like... the. the uh, Pam doing the party or the party playing committee that they would give it to Aaron just to set up the stuff with Andy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they didn't know what to do, so they just kind of threw shit at a wall and then had California. California should have been there the whole time. It's the shining star of this episode. Him and Gabe. Yeah. Gabe is low key because when they shut the yeah. movie off, he puts the skeleton mask down yeah. and leaves the room like <laughs> like he's incognito. Well, and they're shit. like, where did you get this footage? Yeah. How? Why were you in my car? Yeah. And Gabe just ducks out. <laughs> but like, I don't know. There was just something about this one that didn't fire for me. And I wanted to like it, but like I just when I was watching, I was just like three point one feels like as high as I can go. See, I gave it a four point oh. Holy shit! All I know right. maybe it's because I, Robert California is one of my favorite. He's great characters, but it's only and like this three whole minutes. Speech. It's only like three. minutes. But even throughout the whole thing, like how he just I'm not uncomfortable. I'm never people. uncomfortable. Yeah. How he just like out like he just makes people uncomfortable. He's actually intimidating. And they intimidating. things to him. Yeah, yeah. He's actually intimidating. It's almost like he, like, fucking hypnotizes them. Because <laughs> he's like, Kelly, are you being fulfilled? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess. And then he gets that little morsel and he yeah, goes for it. He's, he's like a shark with like, bloody what's water. what's your greatest fear? And she tells him, like, yeah. never getting married. <laughs> like, just the way that he's able to pull that out of these mm. other characters... I, I, it's like magic and, on screen. And he's done that since before he was a regular character. Yeah. Like that, the uh, the interview, interview. The interview episode. When there was like two straight minutes of him yeah. just, we sell sex. Yeah. <laughs> like that whole thing. You and know? I love Jim. He's just like, he's confident. Yeah. You're great. You're great. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Like I said, something See, something was just off. I, I, don't en- know. I actually enjoyed the back and forth with Pam and Jim because it yeah. wasn't like... Oh, well, we'll agree to disagree. It's like a normal couple where he's, like, making fun of her and poking fun. And she's, like, not taking it too seriously and yeah. kind of poking fun Yeah, it wasn't, like, him. malicious between the two of them. Yeah, it but was But Jim's fun. just like, you believe in ghosts? And she's yeah. like, yeah, you didn't see one. I did. Like, <laughs> But you know what? Like, that, I really like that dynamic in this one. Robert California is always amazing mm-hmm. to me. I liked that they brought more of the ensemble in. Everybody had I, I something. Really, yeah. yeah, and I really like the, the Angela-Pam like pregnancy back and forth. Ah, it's getting old. I, I think it's funny. I know it's only been like five episodes, but I'm you already like, You think I'm going to uh, have a 14-pound baby? <laughs> I'm already just like, all right, Angela's going to say things, and Pam is never going to blow up yeah. on her. Like, I don't know what happens, but I can guarantee you Pam never blows up on her, because well, that's who she is. So then, um, but... The, it's the Aaron Andy. It's back, what, season Season five, six? Would, season six? Yeah. Where it's just like, oh my God, please don't put us through this. The again. will they, won't they doesn't work with them because you don't, well, like want you said, you them. don't want to root for Aaron. Yeah. I don't want to root for Andy. Yeah. So if you don't want to root for one of the characters, you don't care about the couple. Yeah. And like, 
they just, like, I think I've said this before, they have anti-chemistry. Yeah. You know, like, on their own, they're fine. Each yeah. character is okay on their own doing different things. But, like, together, I just couldn't give a shit. And I don't know if I'm in the minority on that or what, but, like, I just don't care. It's just... I'm sorry. But, like, and when you like, fa- And when you base a whole episode around it, it's like... Yeah. Like, why is... Erin was, like, sad in this episode. She's the best when she's, like, hyper. Yeah. There's a scene in the next episode yes. we're gonna cover... Oh, I don't know if it's the same one. It's just a line she says. No, oh. no, it's just a line she says. But, like, when she's, like, chipper or animated, she's yeah. great. But, like, this one, she was, like, Eeyore. Yeah. She's like, Andy doesn't like me. Pam, he's so hot and cold. And yeah. I date my coworker now. Or I used to date my coworker. Now we see each other all the time. Like, yeah. it was just too much. I don't know. Uh, but the thing, like, that's hard for me is, like I said before, though, it's like she's Michael Scott on crack, where, like, some <laughs> days she's literally, I think... Like, Forrest Gump would have a leg up on her. She's a spaz. And then there's days where I'm like, oh, there's her common sense. Mm-hmm. And, like, she's not brain dead, so that's good. <laughs> brain dead. But, like, the, like it's just, it's hard to oh, keep we all up have with our... those ones. She goes from one extreme to the other every other episode, Well, like, like I said, this one was definitely a departure from how she usually is. Yeah. Maybe it's their way of humanizing her because she yes. is such an odd character. Like, it's their way of being like, look, she has her heart broken, too. I guess. I don't know. If that's what they're going for, it's just, I don't care because Andy's the other guy. Yeah, it's rough. So, So anyway. Yeah, you want to talk about anything else? No, that's all I have. All right. So, everybody, let me tell you where you can find the show, wherever you're listening to it right now. On any podcasting app, you will find us on Overcast, Anchor, Podbean, uh, Spotify. Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever. You'll find us wherever you want. We're there. Leave us a five-star review. Tell us how awesome we are. You can also find us each and every Monday on the Jenny Position podcast feed, where you not only will you find us, but you'll find other great shows, such as Geek and Sassy, Talk and Pop, Freak Out Driving, and more. Uh, also, you can get in touch with the show. How can they do that, Bear? On Twitter, at Brosis Podcast. We always uh, like to keep it funky, fresh, and fun over there. Go Broncos! Uh, we always post our favorite screen grabs, if we have any from the episodes. This one gave us a... Uh, plethora yeah it's gonna be jacked on twitter this week um so hit us up there that again is at brosis podcast or if you have long form feedback and you want to tell us how much you hate kevin's voice you can email us at brother sister rewatch at gmail.com i hate my own voice all right (laughs) smash that subscribe button guys hey everybody you want to hear me be on nasally and shit like i hate don't be toby (laughs) this nose there's only so much i can do with it (laughs) all right everybody so this brings us to Season 8, Episode 6, Doomsday. Yes. We have a cold open where Andy starts playing Closing Time, the song by... Semisonic? Semisonic, yes. And Closing Time, time to blah, 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 blah. I'm like, Pam, no. Yeah. And everybody's pissed off because they're trying to work. But Andy wants to make this the new thing where... He's like got a fucking towel over his shoulder. Like he's like a, a bartender. bartender. And he's like cleaning up people's mugs and shit and singing the song. He wants this to be their new um, tradition. Yeah. At the end of the day, we play this song and everybody's all pissed off. Nobody, like, everybody, Jim's on the people phone. people are still working. I'm sorry, sir. This is, my, man, my, uh, my manager is singing Closing Time. That's probably what you're hearing. Yeah. But uh, Andy's like getting all work, like pissed off because nobody cares. And then all of a sudden, the door from the break room swings open. It's Stanley's eyes are bright and wide, and he, he's smiling, going "Closing time," singing along with it. Yep. And him and Andy finish the last uh, verse, and then and Stanley goes, "Good night, everybody." Yep. And he does a talking head where he explains he had never heard that song before, but now that song means it's the end of the day, and he can go home. It's now his favorite song. <laughs> So that's our cold open. I like it. 105 days of that, I would yeah. fucking murder Andy. I'd get used to it. 
I it's like when I worked around. retail and you'd hear the same Christmas songs from November through early January. Oh, yeah. But over and Malik, over. Maliki, guys. Hey, that, that's coming up. That, first of all, that's the best. That's my favorite Christmas song. That is my song. favorite Christmas song. And yeah. it comes up in this episode. Yes, it does. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But so, I used to love when that used to come on in retail. I'm like, okay, I can get through the yeah. rest of this shift. It's that one, okay. That one and the Jingle, Jingle, Jangle song from Rudolph. Yes. Jingle, Jingle, Jingle. jingle. Oh, yeah. That one's hear my sleigh bells ring. You hear that? Um, so, Robert California is with Andy. And he's pissed about all of the mistakes that are being made in the office. Mm-hmm. And Dwight walks in, sits down. They stare at each other. California's like, do you need something? And Dwight just leaves. Yeah, he's like actually intimidated by yeah. Robert. And Dwight does not intimidate easy. No. We only saw him get intimidated by D'Angelo when he yelled yeah, at him. D'Angelo bitched at him. So, but he does a talking head where he basically says he hates being number two. And he mocks that he had a dream where... He was everybody. Number two was the most yeah. powerful number. Everybody loved the vice president. <laughs> Women were the better gender. <laughs> like what he goes through this dick. whole thing about how like he hates being yep. number two. So Andy and California are going over the accounting mistakes. California wants them to fix him, fix them, and like that's pretty much the end of that. Mm-hmm. So Jim and Daryl are in Daryl's office shooting the shit. We find out that him and Justine are off. Nothing's happening there. That's no, because she was going for the money. Mm-hmm. Glenn. And then Val who we find out was one of the women hired last week. She was a woman hired for the warehouse she's by... She's the foreman now. Is she? Did yeah, they she's that? in charge. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. But see, because this is our first introduction to her. Mm. So she enters Daryl's office because she works in the warehouse. Now she's the foreman. She says that they have a warehouse safety meeting where Daryl, just like any place I've ever been, no, we just signed the paper. We don't really do that. God. And she's like, no, are you that lazy? And he's just he's like, He's every right. lazy employee ever. He's perfect. So as she's leaving Daryl's office, Gabe hits on her. Mondays suck. Uh, and she, uh, like they just stare at each other. Then he opens the door for her. She's like, I'm going down. <laughs> yep. So, and, um, okay. Gabe goes I, to well, Toby. I have Andy goes to Andy. But that's, it's Dwight goes to Andy. Yep. With, and he has this dossier. Uh-huh. It's yes, like the, the big envelope with the string. And he has too much string he can't undo. But he says it's a solution to their mistakes. And um, it's a system that holds everyone accountable for others' mistakes. Mm-hmm. And without even knowing what it is, Andy says okay to it. <sighs> Idiot. So, yeah, this is when Gabe goes to Toby about the paperwork for an office relationship. He starts talking about him and Val. And Toby, do you even know her last name? And Gabe goes, oh. well, she'll be screaming it tonight. And Toby, she'll be screaming her own last name. Like, Toby's <laughs> hilarious here. He's just, he really he's just like, what'd you talk about? He's like, we just had a conversation about Mondays. Gabe's like, I don't have to do the paperwork. Gabe's like, like, psychosis is starting to come through. Yeah, it is. Also, you forgot my one of my favorite quotes from the Dwight Andy. You're the deuce I never want to drop. <laughs> awesome. He calls him a piece of shit yes. to his face. So... In the conference room, Andy and Dwight introduce the accountability booster. Ugh. And he describes it as five mistakes a day equals a home run, which equals you're out, uh, basically. Which I love that Jim is just like, that makes no yeah. sense. And basically, if they get five strikes, a.k.a. five mistakes, uh, Al- Robert California will get the consultant's report that says the branch should have been closed down. Mm-hmm. And as a failsafe, every bad thing that has been said in emails <laughs> will be sent to him, as such as Jim saying his favorite songs are Creep by TLC and Creep by Radiohead. <laughs> um, Oscar saying that he's sh- strangled at least one stripper in his lifetime. <laughs> and Kelly saying he eats his yogurt like he's beating it for disappointing him. <laughs> and she goes, that's not too bad. And then she goes, and then Dwight goes, P.S. We should kill him. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, damn it. Why'd you say that, Kelly? So uh, Jim calls it a doomsday device. And Dwight 
keeps selling it as accountability. It's mm-hmm. not a doomsday device. And he sa- he says that he's just like anybody else out there who wants to make the world a better place, like Dr. Moreau or Frankenstein. But a good one. Yeah, or Dr. Jekyll. Or, hold on, I'll get a good one. Like He just keeps <laughs> going with these like insane Awful. people. So Oscar tests it to, to see if it's like real, mm-hmm. if it's not a bluff. And a strike pops up on everybody's computer. And Aaron put gets red tape and puts a red X on the front of the uh, the desk, so it's real. And you know that's legit. Um, yeah, everybody's kind of worried now. Yeah. So down in the warehouse safety meeting, Daryl's going over stuff. <laughs> Nate's there. I love because the guy's like first, second, and yeah, Nate they're they're putting the third. They're putting the weight belts on. Yeah, know, like the back the back brace. braces. And Gabe enters. Hey, Gabe oh from God. corporate acting all cool. And he takes Daryl's belt, which is massive. It is and, massive. And fucking Gabe. Like, he looks at it and Val smiles at him. And then he starts saying, oh, look, it's a hula hoop. Mela, Kaliki, Maka. And he's singing. And then he drops it and he goes, Daryl, the Michelin man wants his cummerbund back. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. Gabe's got jokes. Yeah, he does. <laughs> it's awesome. So um, up in accounting, they gave Kevin a special project. That he has to find out how paper is made so that he won't be making any mistakes. Oscar refuses to use a calculator and Angela's like pissed off about that. Why? Why does he because refuse? Because the computer he has is up here and it runs on Thai, Thai food. food in Spanish red. Yes. Awesome. So Jim asks Dwight if he's scared. And Dwight says... No, I have faith in all of you. Dwight's doing like this fake nice thing where like, I believe in you. Like, yeah. I only put this in because I have faith in you guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I love how he's like, look, everybody's improving already. Meredith had a customer on hold for 30 minutes and now she's hard at work yeah. and she's flips she's them flips all. She flips them all like, fuck you. <laughs> so everyone, like Dwight leaves, everyone tries to figure out his password. <laughs> like Moe's, Hedda, his mom's name. <laughs> They're going through shit. Uh, but Dwight finds them. He's like, you're never going to figure it out. You should like put this effort into actually working. Yeah. Um, down in the warehouse, they have a safety packet they have to go over. And Gabe gives Daryl money, a $100 bill, God. to go get coffee for everyone. His <laughs> treat. Dwight's Cafe Corner. Yeah. And that's when Daryl, you know, wise up. He goes, hey, Val, why don't you come and help me? So she leaves. Now Gabe is down there just like all alone with yep. all the warehouse guys. So um, Also, I want more Nate. Give me more yeah, Nate. No. Nate, like we only get a one line third. <laughs> so uh, Angela realizes that Oscar made a mistake. And Oscar, it turns out Oscar's brain was not working nope. well. And they get strike number five. And Stanley immediately pulls out booze that he was saving for retirement. <laughs> and uh, the email goes out at 5 p.m. And Dwight refuses to cancel. He goes, you guys did this to yourself. You're not good workers. Yep. You're assholes. Five mistakes in less than one day. Yeah. He's like, you all are like put all this effort into finding out the password rather, rather than double checking your work. Yep. This is what happens. And he leaves. He just leaves. <laughs> but while well, he's going off, Kelly yeah, and Aaron. While he's going off, everybody starts yelling at him, and all I hear is Aaron call him a crumb bum. <laughs> I don't know why, but Aaron going, "You crumb bum." She did. I'm like, that is fucking hilarious. <laughs> but that's when Kelly like starts going, "Cancel it, Dwight! Cancel shut it, Dwight!" Shut it off! Shut it off! Shut it off! And they get in his face, and Kelly and Aaron get together, and they ah, scream at just him, yelling at him, and that's when he leaves. So Kevin's. Oh, that's another thing. Before Dwight leaves, he goes, Kevin, your special project, do you still know where how paper is made? And Kevin goes, oh when the mail tree puts his penis. Oh that's all these and they cut it off. Um, <laughs> so he leaves. Andy, Pam, Kevin, 
and Aaron are going to go follow him to his farm. Because mm-hmm. Aaron, because yeah. Pam knows Dwight, and her boobs are huge. <laughs> and Kevin's kind and yeah. lovable. And Kevin just goes, "Oh, guys, I'm right here!" Like he's getting a real compliment. Uh, G- Jim is tasked with going to the squash club to find Robert <laughs> California so that he can intercept the email. God. So the four arrive at Dwight's farm, and with a Sunoco hat that was clearly bought at a gas station on the way, and he's digging a grave for a horse. <laughs> And that's when, like, Pam takes the lead, her and Aaron, and they, they offer to help him. Mm-hmm. And Dwight says, if you hit another dead horse, you've dug too far. <laughs> we see Jim, now dressed like fucking Fraser Crane at the squash match, with the white shorts and the white polo. He's ripping the wrapping off yeah. the racket. Oh, I just got out of another yeah. meeting. A squash meeting, Robert. And so him and uh, Robert, are gonna he's going to play him as a distraction. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin is dying, essentially. We see him covered in dirt and soot and shit, oh laying God. at the foot of the steps. And uh, Dwight's going in, and they ask him if they can go in for water. Dwight's like, sure, come on. Everybody take your shoes off, except for Kevin. Because as, as we know... we learn from Niagara yeah, Falls. As we know, Kevin's feet are disgusting. Went into the incinerator. <laughs> so Val and Daryl arrive back, and Gabe asks her out. And she's, you know, she's like, no, it's nothing personal, but I don't date anybody I work with. Yeah. Like, she just does that. He offers to quit. Yeah, she's like, don't quit your job. And we Daryl does a talking head where he's like, that's a sensible policy. But you could tell he's disappointed. He's disappointed. He wanted some Val. Because they were like flirting when they came back mm-hmm. about Labradoodles. So Jim can't serve for shit we see on the squash court. And uh, everyone in the office is all worked up. They're like worried about losing oh, their wait. jobs. Hold on. Sorry, because I did have this note. Good. Why the fuck did... Gabe invite her for wine in the cemetery. Yeah, I know. Gabe. Okay, yeah, I forgot about that. What part. the fuck? Because that's a very Gabe thing, as we find Seriously. out. Seriously. Also, Dwight's house, the addition, was a TB recovery award until 2009. Well, he also described it as the new edition built by Erasmus Schrute in 1808. Yeah. The newest edition. <laughs> so, Jim can't serve. Everyone in the office has worked up. And that's when Stanley says, guys, I have a plan. How about we go, we get a petition started, we get signatures from everybody here, we go and we get our client, he does this long-winded thing, and he goes, and then shove it up your butt, he brought it back! He brought it back! He brought shove it up your butt back from uh, the first episode. Yep. Now we see back at Dwight's dining room, they're all eating pie and drinking, and uh, Kevin sneaks behind him with a skillet. Yo. Like he's gonna, he's, he looks at Pam, he's like, uh, should I clock him? <laughs> She's like, no. Kevin puts it down, <laughs> sits down, and you know they're talking, and she says, Poe Buddy's nerficked. Mm-hmm. And Dwight goes... Pam, are you having a stroke? Nice stroke, right. Pam. He like mocks her for having a stroke, which is fucking hilarious. But she explains that like, oh no, it's like nobody's perfect. You can't even say that yeah. and like that. And he's like, that's funny. I, that, I enjoy that. that. I haven't heard that. That is a brisk witticism. Like, <laughs> and okay, uh, Fraser. Then he she asks for milk, and he's like, from any animal. And as he's as he's saying anything but a cow, she says a cow. cow. He's like, oh, all right. So. Uh, she, like Andy's freaking out now. He's like, it's five to five. Like he has to cancel the email. She's like, no, trust me, he'll he'll do it. Like we, yeah. I know how to work him. And uh, as they're leaving, Dwight says, "Sive Drayfully." Yes. And she's like, she smiles. She's like, "See you later, Dwight." And of course, Kevin's like, "Doesn't he mean drive safe?" It's <laughs> like no idea. And it was cabbage pie that they ate. Oh, is that what it was? What the fuck is a cabbage pie? I'd eat it. Oh. Some halushki in a pie? Oh, yeah. No, but it's just cabbage pie. I'm sure there's a new... It reminds one. me of the cabbage soup that they had in Willy Wonka. Oh, that's right. Oh, by the way... cabbage yeah. water. <laughs> Fucking Grandpa Joe, deadbeat. <laughs> so, at Squash, the phone goes off, and Jim runs out. He's like, I think my phone's going off. 
And he digs through California's bag and pulls out his phone. He's like, no, you just went into my bag and yeah. took it. And so he's like, give me my phone. So Jim throws it in hopes of breaking it. It falls all over the floor. And he finds out it's just an email for uh, JetBlue. Yep. You know, it flights to Buffalo. So Jim texts everybody like, no, nope, it didn't go through or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, a celebration. The Ewoks conquered the Empire. It's all good. Uh, Dwight does a talking head where he says, you know, they're not my favorite people. They're not even my friends. But uh, I'm going to work with these people forever. And it's like, he does as, like them. As he's taking the hat that they brought him out of the dirt, yeah. cleaning it. He's going to wear a Sunoco hat. wearing it on his porch with his cut-off overalls. The funniest part is that, um, basically, this was kind of like the end of the China... Was it the China episode where Pam tried to out, like, with the laws and that? About yeah. the, the new... She called his bluff on yeah. changing offices and that. And he, like, had pity on her. Yeah. Like, it felt like that. Like where yeah. he like didn't want them to lose their job, he was like a dick to a point. Yeah. But then he, ha- but then he like at the end he like acts like he doesn't. Yeah. But and then this uh, the the end of the episode is like Jim fuck ups to of get Jim. Out. Yeah, Jim getting the ball to the nuts, <laughs> falling over, skinning his knee on the squash court and whatnot. And that's that episode. So what'd you give it, Bear? I gave this one a three eight. I gave it three three. Okay. Um, I liked it, but at the same time I was like, I mean, it covers a few things. I for, love Shroot Farms. Shroot, well, Shroot Farms is always nice. Like, when Pam's walking in, oh, I forgot what a nice house you had. Yeah. But, um, like, Andy actually trusts Dwight, so he trusted that this plan wouldn't be a doomsday device. And yeah. he was proven wrong. Um, the squash stuff was okay. Like, I, I don't know, it just wasn't great. It was okay. Gabe was a good Gabe part. was the best part, again. Yeah. Gabe in the warehouse is hilarious. She's gonna be screaming her own last name. Shut up, Toby. <laughs> I think he actually said that. Shut up. Like, Gabe was... Yes, we should kill him. Like, there <laughs> yeah, were the, quite a few the, good one-liners The emails and shit, and, like, the stuff with Gabe and Daryl was funny. But, like, again, Pam knows how to work Dwight. I feel like we've seen it before. Uh, this whole thing with Dwight, like, we just saw it last season, I feel like. Like, I don't know. It just... It is what it is. It just wasn't thrilling. It wasn't that funny. It was funny. It had its moments. No, in that. it was enjoyable, yeah. but it wasn't like I out of the park. I don't know that there's much to talk about with this. There's one. not. <laughs> God, we kind honest. of flew through it. Like, because yeah. like as I was taking notes, I was like, these are not as detailed as they usually yeah. are. And I was just like, stuff's happening, but like, it's nothing crazy. It's, yeah, it's okay. Kevin was a standout, you know. Yeah, and we got it was, the, we got to shove fun, it up your butt. But it wasn't like, oh, oh, oh no, it wasn't like a, a home run. No. But, Which uh, is fine, because they can't all be home runs. Exactly. I mean, you're going to have down episodes. But, like, this one was just... It was just missing something. Yeah. All uh, right. <laughs> so, anything else? Or? Uh, no, I was just going to go into what our next episodes are going to be. It's going to be episode 7, Pam's Replacement. Ooh. And episode 8, Gettysburg. Which is... Hey. A great episode. All right, I'm looking forward to these now. Yeah. All right, so we'll do those next week, guys. Uh, in the meantime, however, you can find us on any podcasting app, as we said. You can find us anywhere. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Brosis Podcast. If you have longer form feedback you want to get in touch with us, it is BrotherSisterRewatch at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us each and every Monday on the Jenny Position podcast feed. Subscribe to that. You'll get us as well as other great shows and content that you will greatly appreciate. Yes, sir. And I think that's about it. That's all we wrote. All right, guys. We'll catch you on down the road. Thanks, guys.